Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In L.A., in the uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios as well in New York, Rocket Mortgage understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's uh, your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, brought to you by Geico. Great news, you could save a bunch of money like Carver High did. He went on geico.com, and in 15 minutes, he saved 15% or more on his car insurance. It's an incredible thing. He's been very excited about it. He's been telling us about it for years. Also, uh, Pharrellonabench.com, all my college and pro picks are up for the weekend. Get them while they're hot, like pancakes. Um, sign up. You're going to love it. Mid-October, the site's getting better, sleeker. More choices, better prices. It's literally like, honestly, it's almost like the dollar store. Everyone loves going in there. You're going to love PharrellOnABench.com. And we have sex toys in there. I'm just kidding. I just, I'm kidding. It's, it's the Bills fans that started all that. How about your guy coming you on You brought tonight? that up because JD used to work at Penthouse. That's why. But how about, your boy, <laughs> how about your boy coming on here tonight dropping D-bombs? I know, Timmy. The first thing that words out of his mouth, he starts talking about sex toys. Christmas on my, toys. On the, on the Vatican Network. I know. I'm sitting here, the Pope's ringing in. Don't don't go there. And your boy, Connor's back there dumping every other word. <laughs> you can't say that on this network. It just adds. Can you imagine how quickly I would be fired? Yeah. Is it true? I, I forget. Is that true that you worked there? Where? Yeah, we talked. To, yeah. I knew that. that yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was talking about it last night because uh, they've done all kinds of spreads on me in the past. And I know every one of those chicks. I know them all. Because they all, literally, one by one, every chick that ever was in there was on Howard's show. So I met every single penthouse pet in the history of the world. And then they, they actually did a huge uh, feature on me, a huge spread of me. I love it. If you look it up, like, I don't know if they have Clothed that. Clothed or unclothed? Uh, I, I wish I was unclothed <laughs> because I think most people deserve to see me naked. And uh, it's a national right. They might on Sunday when the Bills beat the Patriots. Yeah. Here, here at the Intercontinental. <laughs> It's true. But, that was uh, my wife's biggest concern. So what did she think of you working there? You know, we had, uh, I will never forget. So you worked for Bob? I did. and I uh, hear he's really cool. Well, I mean, he was. Right. Um, he was the best. So had just started working there. My wife, and I, my wife and I were both in New York. I was in New York for a meeting right. with Bob. My wife happened to be in town for business. We were staying at his home. And we're having dinner with him. And she starts asking him, or he starts asking her all these questions. And my wife just said to him, look, he's just writing. He's not posing for the magazine, right? <sighs> and Bob goes, look, the Jews are like the Italians. I know who runs the home. So I need to know if you're on board. If you're not, I'm not investing in your husband. So just tell me now. And she goes, look, I got no problem with it. Do I want it? Like, I don't care. I, I, she was cool with it. But Bob was great. He was just, he was one of the nicest human beings. So what did you do specifically for I that? wrote... Two columns every month. Alan Dershowitz and I were the only ones that had a monthly column. Uh, I did one column with athletes and one with comedians. Is that the lawyer, Dershowitz? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's what he was doing? Yeah, way back. What years was that? This was like 99 to like 2006. When did he die? Bob died, oh God, maybe three, four, four years ago, five years right. ago. Right. And, and how old was he? Was he old when he died? Yeah, he was old. 
That's crazy. Yeah. So they ran the whole thing out of New York? Yeah. Yeah, I met every one of those chicks. He was, I mean, he had the largest brownstone in Manhattan. Gorgeous home. I mean, we're walking around, and he had, like, he had just an incredible art collection. It was on tour at the Guggenheim. He was an artist by trade. He was just, he was an amazing guy. Just loved that is nothing. The, that business has never been the same. I, I don't know when it hit a wall, but like the Playboys and Penthouses and Hustlers, all those, uh, they all hit, hit a wall. Like they don't even matter anymore at all. Like the does anyone industry. even get, I went to like, I was at the 7-Eleven. I couldn't even believe I saw a dirty magazine behind the <laughs> counter. I mean, I couldn't even believe I saw it because like newspapers don't matter anymore. Magazines don't Everything's matter. Everything's on anymore. the internet. Yeah. Everything's free on the internet. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that takes five minutes. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is unbelievable. Yeah. I used to love when I'd try to go on those. I'd be in Vegas on my iPad trying to pull one of them up, and the like, hotel's blocking you. I'm like, come on. I need, all I need is five minutes. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so you're telling me that, so, that hockey in Southern California is so popular that you're telling me that you believe that the, the, that the anteaters of Irvine are going to have a hockey program. Without a doubt. The Anaheim Ducks, the owner of the Ducks just built a new... Who's the owner of the Ducks his now? His name is Henry, Henry Samueli. And, they, and they, they built a four-sheet facility, $155 million. It's gorgeous. One of the sheets holds 2,500. Another holds, I think it's like 800. They, they had packed crowds. All in the them. same... Building. Yeah, all in the same building. Four ranks. Yeah, I mean, the lobby is the size of a football field. No joke. And with the amount of money that he invests in, this, in, in, U, in UC Irvine, they will put a hockey team. It's a perfect ring for a hockey team. Now, at that place, is it all duck stuff, or is it are there kids ducks. playing? Oh, in the, kids. Oh, yeah. A lot of youth programs in there. The, the, the ducks do a phenomenal job with their youth program. They had two kids, uh, two kids who played for the junior ducks drafted in the first round. What about the Kings? Are they keeping up? They are. I, I'd say that they're they're still learning from the Ducks. So the Ducks set the standard in Southern California. How funny is that? After Wayne Gretzky uh, changed hockey forever in the South, yep. in Southland, and in the Southwest, it changed everything. Yep. Him going to the LA Kings made Phoenix get a team. All of that. Yep. All of that, Dallas, is because, all of it, Anaheim, all of it is because yeah. of him. San Jose, yeah. all of it. But, but you're telling me that the Ducks ended up being, the, even though the Kings won two Stanley Cups, the Ducks won a cup. Yeah. But yeah. they, they have taken over the Southland. I would say for youth hockey, no question. I mean, like I said, two kids who played their hockey for the Junior Ducks drafted in the first round this year. One being uh, the son of Craig Johnson, the former NHLer. They do a phenomenal job with youth hockey, and they just continue to – I mean, this, this facility is just it's, – it's amazing. And they, like I said, they had a rookie tournament, six teams, Ducks, Kings, Sharks, Coyotes, Vegas, Avalanche. Didn't we just do this watchability thing that we saw, that stupid yes, story? Yes. And they had, like, the Vancouver Canucks in the top ten. Like, who well, watches Well, because that them? was based on, you know, which teams are fun to watch, and, you know, they're going to play a lot of high-scoring games, things like that. Well, that's that's absolutely stupid. And because, the, obviously, Tampa was one, Toronto What was is two, going on play. with the Vancouver Canucks these days besides uh, nothing? <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. well, uh, why yeah. are they popular? Well, between Pedersen and, Bo- and Bozer, they, you and, know, yeah. they've, they've got some guys that are fun to watch. Who? Besser. Besser, yeah. Pedersen, Besser. Who? Brock Besser. <laughs> Good <laughs> American. <laughs> Come on. Besser, didn't he play quarterback at <laughs> Brock, Brock Berlin? <laughs> Brock Berlin played quarterback. Brock Heward. Brock Heward. Yeah. Brock Heward. Actually, Brock Ali yeah. with cheese. So, uh, who do you think? So, Jumbo went back to the Sharks for another season. Yeah. You think he's got it in him? 
He's got, yeah, he does. I mean, but I, I think that, you know, look, he's. And then I couldn't believe Carlson went back there. Wasn't he like saying goodbye one day and then the it, next day? It, it sure seemed like it was. And I'm, you know, and, and I don't know who was offering Eric Carlson seven years, maybe the Rangers. Right. But I was really surprised that he went. But Doug, Doug Wilson is, he is the closer. Like that guy is, he hates to be called a salesman. He knows, he knows how to sell. Do you people. think they'll uh, ever win the cup or get it done? I mean, it's just unbelievable. And, I, and is Jones still their goalie? Yeah, Martin Jones. So that, maybe that's I think their the problem. bigger problem is that Pavelski's gone now. They've got. He uh, went to Dallas. Yeah. We called that. Yeah. We yeah. knew. I felt like he was going to go to Dallas. I mean, they they've got a lot of question marks up front. They're still really solid on the back end with Burns and Carlson and Blasek. So so take me back to the Kessel stuff. You're telling me yeah. that like because I thought they loved him in Pittsburgh. The fans did, but you're telling me the players didn't like him. You know, I think that Phil had Phil had his issues with with Gino. He had his issues with Mike Sullivan. The guy that was able to keep Phil in line is is the Sid. head coach. No, oh, it's the head coach. Oh, Sullivan. In, no, the head coach in Arizona, Rick Tockett. Like, oh, really? That relationship it was solid, and and so. So goal, that's why Tockett went and got him. Uh, yeah, I mean they needed a they needed a goal scorer. They haven't. I mean Phil Kessel would have led the, led the Coyotes last year in scoring. They they need him and. You know, he doesn't have Sid and Gino to play with, but, you know. They... Did you think he was good in Toronto? Yes. Did you think he was good in Pittsburgh? Yes. I thought he was great. Great, yeah. Do you think he'll be good in Arizona without all those stars? It's because it's it, he was on his own in Toronto, he too. He was on his own in Toronto. So it'll and be then they blamed him for everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and Phil, you know, Phil, Phil's going to have to learn that he's going to have to take the spotlight. And I, I think he's, he's, he understands it, and I think he'll accept that role where – He's going to be a go-to guy for the media. This so year. do you think, uh, Jonathan Davis with us, uh, do you think um, that the Canadians will ever be good again? The Montreal Canadiens? Yes. Uh, I think. What has happened to that franchise? You know. The, is the media eating them alive? No, they're, they're just, you know, they've got a goalie and they've got some decent parts, but they're still, they just don't have enough. So it's like all used parts. Not used, but I mean they're they're getting better. I mean they've got some good good players on this roster, but they're still their best player is their goalie. Why do you think they gave up on Pacioretty? Because I, I think that that guy's a stud. He's good, but I think that by the time they felt they would be good, it didn't make sense for them to resign him. And I think that he had a hard time in Montreal. So all these Canadian teams again are the same. Is the Ottawa's going to suck? Ottawa's going to suck. And then Van, like I don't believe in Vancouver. Two years so, away so, from so Calgary. Calgary's be- good, but Edmonton has had McDavid, and they never do anything. And they'll they will be bad this year. Why in God's name can you have a guy that good on your team that gets okay, the accolades that he gets? But listen, yeah. I've seen Lemieux carry the Penguins by himself. How long did it take Sid? It took him five several, years. Several years, but yeah. it. That's what's going to happen with Connor, and management's been a dumpster fire there. I mean, so you think, and so what, what they don't have the infrastructure that the Penguins had when no. Sid yeah. was coming up. Right. But but you think that so you think they still stink, yeah. and that it, it it's still a few years away before he ever even sniffs a cup. Oh yeah, I mean, you look at that roster, and and it's it, it's it's scary. Do you think he's miserable there? I think he's very frustrated. Getting he, miserable. He's seen. He's gone through four or five coaches since he's been there. You know, it's crazy. It, I mean, it, the guy's like 22, 23 yeah, years mean, old. He's had four or five. So he's already a chiseled job. vet with like a hangover. I mean, he, he you just, know, uh, if you're the coach, you're like, you know, they're, they're going to put him out 23 minutes a night because they don't have anybody else. 
it's a wow. So what do you think of uh, Jonathan Davis NHL Radio on Sirius XM? What do you think of? Uh, so back in the day, I was gonna go work at that channel in Toronto. Yeah. Like no one will ever admit that that was true, but there, there was, it was happening, and um, that's where. So one day I'm gonna, I was gonna go on O and A. I was gonna go on the whatever it was called, the virus or whatever. Right, channel. right, right, right. They were gonna put me on there, and then it fell through. And they're like, so then they said, how about uh, we, how about Toronto? You could do the NHL radio. You could do an afternoon thing on in Toronto. You can go up there and literally run that channel. And I was like, "All right, I'll move. I'll move to Toronto. I love Toronto. Uh, what do you think of? And it never came to fruition. But what do you think of the fact that the NHL radio has become uh, the entity that it is, and that it's a cool channel, and that people love it? And like, because I listen to it on. I listen to it. I'll be honest. I listen to it uh, during the playoffs. Like, I think during the Stanley Cup playoffs, the NHL." channel is awesome and then the rest of the year i just think uh too many guys are just blowing smoke about hockey and it's boring and i'm just being honest and but at the end of the year i think it's fantastic during the cup and all the the coverage and the talk about it what do you think of how the channels evolved well, obviously, you're not listening to my show on Saturdays because there's no blowing smoke there. No, but yeah. Saturdays, man. But I just think during no, the regular okay. season, yeah. if you're listening to it, like hockey, it can be it can be a the little hardcore painful. fans, uh, like hardcore it. like it, but yeah. the average fan wouldn't. No, I, I, look, I think it's just like it's like the MLB channel or the NFL channel. You know, you're providing a service to people, especially in the U.S., where you don't get that information. Right. You know, if I'm living in in Toronto or Calgary or any Canadian city, I've got my, my channel to listen to. But, you know, I, I think it provides a great service. How did you end up there? Like, how did that happen? One day you're working at Penthouse, and the next thing you're doing hockey. So, because you just love hockey so much that you went for it? Six years ago, uh, myself and a friend of mine, John Hoban, we pitched NHL Network Radio on doing a post-game show. We said, look, everything you do comes out of the East. Why don't you have something out of the West and get a totally different perspective? Because everyone that worked at, works at that channel is usually is, is from Toronto. Right. I said, we'll do it Sunday nights. You know, no risk for you guys. It's easy for us. And they said, sure, let's give it a shot. So I think know, back then it was run on XM. When, I, when they were talking to me. That was way back. Yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. When they were talking to me about going to, uh, look at your boy Joe over here ready to tip over. <laughs> How awesome is that? He's ready. He's literally. I mean, there's, there's it's a. It's been a long week for Joe. I got the over that yeah. he's. <laughs> he's going over. He's going over. But uh, so I, I think XM was running it at the time. That that was the channel. It was run out of Toronto, but it was yeah. it was run, before they were the two, merger. They were before the merger. Yeah. This is before the merger. They were talking. But it's to me still about everything's run out of Toronto, and you know, so we pitched it six years ago. And what they say? And they were like, okay, let's give it a shot. Let's try it. And so it just. It evolved, and, it, and for a couple of years, it was Sunday nights. We were, I was doing the post-game show. Are you still doing it with him? No, I'm doing it by myself so on when, Saturday afternoon. Did afternoons. you kill him or something? Did you no, put him in a his, hole? His, he, he has a life outside of the radio thing, and he just couldn't commit to doing the show. Right. So how long did you do it with him? We did it for three, two seasons. So when he stopped doing it, then you took it over, and it's your own thing now. Oh, my and own that, thing. That's fantastic. So you must have been loving life when he left. Even though you're friends with him. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say I was loving life. We had a great report. Liar. No, we did. We had a really good report. <laughs> we did. But it's so, like when I lost B-Comp. Yeah. But now, <laughs> well, that was, they shafted him. I know, I know. I How know. pathetic was that? But Dude, now don't get me started on that. They, the league wouldn't let him talk about his team. <laughs> 
Like, I mean, how <laughs> pathetic is that? Like, Gary, I'm like, I'm friends with Gary. I'm like, Gary, what are you doing, bro? bro. What's the story? He's yet? such a nerd. I used to do the Aussie with Brian Compton from NHL.com. Oh, yeah. And they, so he's and they such shut a that nerd. down. You're... So now I do it, obviously, by myself for the last year Listen, and a half. Listen, Gary's so. the nicest guy in the world. He will not admit that he's friends with me. But I used to go over, and <laughs> I, I am friends with him. And I used to go, he lives near me. I used to go uh, and do a show with him. I don't know if you ever heard me in there with him. But I would go in and sit there with him when he did his NHL radio oh, commissioner yeah, show yeah, in the yeah. NHL yes, uh, in the store. store. In the store, yeah. So uh, I just think that, like, personally, I thought the femiest thing I'd ever heard in my life was that they wouldn't let this guy talk. <laughs> they wouldn't let him do the show anymore on the Islanders. And I'm like, who cares if the guy does an Islander show with his buddy on the side, like a little side hustle? Like, he, what was he, corrupt or something that he would, like, what, be a homer for them? He already is a homer for them. Yeah, he's not. Yes, he is. He's not. Stop, you liar. I had a great moment. You guys with are Bet- both lying to me the whole show tonight. <laughs> great moment with Batman. 94 final right. at Madison Square Garden. 94? Yes. 94. Yeah. We're in the elevator, and I said, and I turned to, turned to Gary, and, and I said, hey, uh, do you have your credentials, sir? Uh, he wasn't too happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw the stiff arm at the commissioner. Have you ever seen him when he gets, uh, he, he goes out there and does the, he goes out there and does the, they just abuse him. But they abuse John Ziegler way worse oh, than him. Everybody but you know what, though? Gary, at the end of the day, has done a phenomenal Hey, uh, Jonathan, it's great to see you. Great job on the show tonight. It's great talking hockey with you. I love you. Thanks so much for coming down and hanging out with us at the uh, Intercontinental. My pleasure. Can't we just stay all night? We'll have him on. Uh, <laughs> if I don't talk college football and pro football the rest of the show, I'm going to get fired. Uh, we, we, I talk so much hockey, you'd think the Stanley Cup Finals were tomorrow night, Game 7 at the Staples Center. But uh, it's good to see you. Keep rocking. Check him out on Saturdays and Mondays on NHL Radio. Jonathan Davis, the lead singer of Corn, now a hockey fan. Uh, there he is. Uh, it's for all events. We're live in L.A. for Spence Porter on Fox Pay-Per-View tomorrow night. Call your cable operator or order the fight. We're back with more of your calls, 855-212-4227, if you want to talk about any college or pro game tomorrow or Sunday. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, back in uh, L.A., and uh, so we uh, are kind of winding down here uh, in L.A. Uh, Arizona State's taking the lead on uh, Cal. They're in big trouble at Berkeley. They are down 21-17 with about four minutes left in the game, and that really good uh, Arizona State defense is doing what they do. Uh, this, this is a lot of, uh, they, you know, yard or giving up points, you know, because they, uh, they've been averaging around 14, and Cal's got 17 on them. But that's a hell of a defense that Herm Edwards has rocking in Tempe, that's for sure. But this is it. It's uh, Cal, you know, maybe the last time they – have the ball. Uh, Chase Garbers came on our show the other night for Cal. He got he got tore up on a play a few moments ago. He took a shot. He went down and he left the game. It looks like he. Uh, I think he. It looks like he may have separated his shoulder. He's definitely. That was earlier in the game. I don't know when he got hurt, but he's got a sling on. I'm just seeing these highlights now. So, you know, they lost their starting quarterback tonight, and that's why they're in big trouble in this game. So uh, they got the ball now at their own 25, and it's going to be third down, and they got a long way to go to uh, score and win this game, and the clock's ticking. So uh, Modster's in. De- uh, Devon Modster, the junior, came in. You see our boy Garber's got hurt in this game tonight. He's in a sling. I really? think he separated his shoulder or something. Uh, 
Uh, he went down and just got slammed. Arizona State took the lead here, huh? Yeah, they got the lead. They're they're on uh, they're in the driver's seat now, and it's third down and seven for this kid. He hasn't played once, and he's playing running for his life. So here you go, short on the third down. It's going to be fourth down and three, and and they're not even going to get it because I don't think they can get three yards on this defense. That defense means business. That Arizona State defense. I got to tell you, Herm Edwards has blown my mind. Uh, the job he's doing at uh, Arizona State, it really is crazy. So we got your boy in there, Jonathan Davis. Yeah, love J.D. Getting a lot of hockey in there. Well, season at least the season starts in less than a week. If right. it was like August or something, we might. it could have been tough. But season starts Wednesday night, right. opening night. Opening night is Wednesday. So now uh, it all starts and it all counts. They were actually playing tonight. I think there was like preseason – uh, games tonight. I give you oh, a... there's preseason every night right now. Is there? Isles Rangers in Bridgeport tomorrow night. In Bridgeport, Connecticut? Yes, at where the sound ties. So here, they, they actually played tonight. It was the Devils beat the Blue Jackets 2-0. Predators in overtime beat the Canes 2-1. Leafs 4-3 over the Red Wings in a stupid shootout. I wish they'd get rid of that, don't you? Yes. Blues 4-3 over the Caps. And the Kings beat the Knights tonight in Vegas 3-2. And just so you know... Uh, the Sabres and Penguins tomorrow. Little afternoon, 1 o'clock matinee. How about that? 10 a.m. out how here about for a, you. How about a nooner? Blackhawks and Bruins. Maybe these, do you think these are West Coast times? Yes, I think you have the West Coast oh, times. these are all Because your phone automatically changes it to West Coast time because you're here. Oh, so that game's at 4 when I then. checked, the, when I was on the one of the apps before, it said the Notre Dame game was at 12.30. Obviously, it's 3.30 East, 12.30 Pacific. Are you surprised that you can't? Uh, they threw for it on fourth down and, and incomplete, game over. Arizona State They won. got three timeouts. But they're not moving the ball without the other kid in. Modster, they're doomed. Yeah. And they're just doomed. There he is. There he is. He's injured with a. He's well, in a sling. At least he got to be on the bench this week. Now he's on. <laughs> now he's on the bench permanently. He's really on the bench. Now he really is. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play. It. All right, back in LA. Great job tonight, uh, Connor McDavid, running it. Uh, McKeon on the hooks. Shackle on updates, Carver High here with me in Lipstick City. Uh, I want to thank uh, the PBC, Bruce Binkow, uh, Kelly Swanson, and, uh, of course, uh, Tracy Bowden and Judy from uh, Tribeca Marketing, and everyone involved, Joe Sands, Warren, Matt, everybody from Desert Sands uh, Productions, all uh, thank you so much, as always, for another great week of broadcasting uh, boxing shows from the latest spot where there's a big fight. This time, Staples tomorrow night for uh, Spence Porter for the unification uh, welterweight. Two belts on the line, the IBF and the WBC belt. They're both champs, and let's get it on tomorrow night, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific on pay-per-view and on the Fox Sports app. Make sure you order the fight. I'll be there front row, chilling the most, and uh, looking forward to another big night of fights tomorrow. So let's go to the phones here and talk to some fans. Uh, Devon in Dallas on the ticket. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, Rivera? Shagadoo. Oh, Shagadoo. What up, Dave? Hey, I wanted to ask you, hey, what do you think about this Eastern Conference uh, this year? Um, you think 
the Penguins and the Caps are going to be at the top again. You know, at Tampa Bay, um, Toronto, Boston. Do you think uh, Pens and Caps will meet in the second round? What's your take? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not Carver High putting the Penguins in uh, the second round on. You know. Uh, it's September 28th, and uh, what is tomorrow? Is tomorrow the 28th or today? When, when is the fight? It's... Uh, tomorrow is the 28th. Okay, so uh, I'm not doing it. I'm just not giving anyone anything. And I know this that I I think uh, I I do think the Capitals are a good team. I do think uh, that Boston's a good team. Um, to uh, obviously Tampa was a great team last year, but they lost, and and that was that. Uh, I think Columbus is a good team, but they never get it done. Nope. I, and without a doubt, I think the Islanders are good, and I think the Penguins are good. But I don't think, uh, frankly, the Penguins are great anymore. That's obvious. They won uh, back-to-back Stanley Cups, and now they've kind of, if you ask me, they've shot their, uh, you know, that, that's that been shot out the back door. That gun's already been released. I think that they have to, they've done some things. Galchenyuk, they've done some moves. But I don't think they're Stanley Cup. Uh, putting them in the second round is crazy. They got swept by the Islanders in the first round this year. I think the Islanders are good. I think the Rangers and Devils, I think they have a lot of work to do. But they got some studs. They're, stu- better. They they're got, better. They they're got some better. studs. But how do you look at the Eastern Conference? I think that the East, you know, it, it's hard to look at that division with Boston, Tampa Bay, and Toronto and think that any of those other teams in that division are ready to challenge the three of them yet. I think Florida's close. They've got some good pieces, and they add Bobrovsky. I don't. Th- Montreal's not there yet. Uh, Buffalo's definitely not there yet. All those teams really aren't on the level yet. Ottawa sucks. So I think those three teams will be back. But here's one thing we see every year. Every year, you always have it lined up with all the teams that were so good last year, and everybody thinks it's going to be those teams again. And there's and always a couple is. of teams. You look at last year. Nobody thought the Islanders in Calgary were going to have great years, Colorado, and they all end up having really good years. There's going to be teams that right now everybody has picking. So who do you think that is, Florida? I think that Florida could be a lot better than people think. I think that Florida is going to be a really good team. Barkoff is awesome. Does Tampa stay great? See, here's the problem with Tampa, and, and we've talked about this a billion times on the show, especially after what happened last year in the first round. Now it's until I see you do it, you're not doing it. You can go get 150 points again and run through everybody. Right. But until you get there and you win it, right. I don't care about that yeah. stuff. It doesn't matter. Uh, Charlie in Michigan, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, how you doing, Scott? Hey, Charlie. I've got a real good question, uh, two questions and a comment for you. All right, all right. And one, uh, the first question is, do you think that uh, Iserman can is is got what it'll take to put the Red Wings back on their feet? I do. Uh, I you know I believe in Stevie Y for sure. Any, anything he does, if you ask me, pretty much turns to gold. So he's another one of these guys like uh, Mario Lemieux, who uh, it does not matter what they do, it ends up in some capacity or another being very successful. I, I have all the faith in the world that he will turn the Red Wings around for sure. Yes. Oh. Well, the next question is, uh, why, if you know, didn't the, doesn't the uh, ESPN scoreboard show a line on uh, Michigan Ruskers at Michigan? Is that a comment on Michigan of some sort? 
Uh, no, I don't. I don't believe that. There is no like. I have no idea why they didn't. But all I know is that I see it everywhere else at twenty-seven. Twenty-seven and a half. It is. It is what it is. I don't believe there's any kind of conspiracy about uh, uh, the line not being on ESPN. I have no idea. On ESPN right now. But he's he's looking on. He's looking. Is quite simple. I am sick and tired of teams like Ohio State, who are great teams. Right. I don't knock them. Taking on somebody like Miami of Ohio, who is nowhere near in their league and never will be, and blowing them away 76-5, to for example. Iowa State blows somebody away 72-20, to was it? Something like that. Right. And there was another 72 last year. There's been 70s every week so far. Yeah, I don't like it either. Uh, it's it's boring. It's a it's a terrible mismatch, and it's just a ridiculous that they rack that up as a win. I don't believe for one minute that any school, any heavyweight that plays a lightweight and blows them out like that, I don't think there should be any at all. Zero. I don't think there should be zero credit for that win. I, the, the only games that I would be valued on would be against FBS teams that are good and conference games. Uh, I, I'm not some guy, some team goes 12 and one and they and they consider that one of their wins. It's a joke. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I'm not a fan of that. All right, uh, Robbie in Tennessee, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Robbie. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're on. Couple questions uh, for MLB: Soroka, Freed, and Keuchel. Do you think they can carry Atlanta deep? Uh, second question. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, a lot of people are in Tennessee are calling for uh, Pruitt's head. I think right. that would set Tennessee back fifteen years. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it would set them back 15 years. They're already back 20 years. They have yeah, been no atro- they have been atrocious without a doubt in uh, college football for a while now. And I do not believe that the answer. I, I got I'm just gonna say this. I told you before. If they would have lost to Tennessee Chattanooga, he would have been fired. But they blew him out. And there is no reason, in my view, to, that it benefits them in any capacity by continuously changing coaches. There's absolute zero continuity. You cannot just constantly change coaches every year. It, it, all it does is, like you said, it sets the program back. I don't know about that. I just think it doesn't work. What more do you need to know than when you change coaches 10 times and every year you just keep sucking? So I don't believe for one minute that's a good idea. They have to roll with this guy for at least a couple more years if they ever plan on turning anything around. Because if they start over again, it's going to be the same thing. And I, I got to tell you, right now, Tennessee football is a joke. It really is. It's become a, it's become a punchline. And as far as uh, Soroka, you know, Freed and Keuchel, uh, listen, I'm just going to say this. Dallas Keuchel is not the pitcher he was. No. He is clearly not the pitcher that we knew that was this high-priced pitcher that everybody was afraid of. They're, no one's afraid of him anymore. Fair enough. But, but I think Soroka's a badass, and I think he's been really good. I think the Braves are an exciting team. They have a shot, I believe, to play for the pennant. I do believe that. But I think these other teams are actually – I think the Braves are better. 
but I think these other teams are more dangerous. The Brewers are hot, and they are dangerous. You do not want to play them. And I think the Nationals feel like they can beat them because they're going with Scherzer. Right. The, the Braves are going to have to play in the first round whoever wins that central. Right. Whether it be St. Louis or Milwaukee. So have fun. Well, and speaking of that, we talked all week. Would the Cubs win a game over St. Louis this weekend? They did tonight. They won tonight. But Milwaukee doesn't capitalize. They lose tonight. In so it's over. Still one game. So, But they, they lost the oh, chance. Oh, still to, one game? They lost the chance to pull even with them tonight because the, you know, they lost the game to the— to the Cubs. So there's nothing they can do now. Well, no, they still can, but they now they, they need the Cubs to beat them again. Now they need the Cubs to beat the Cardinals another game. And then they'd so, have to win both. Right. Because they're a game back. Yes, they're one back. So if they do time, it would be a Monday playoff. Right. And the winner would get the well, division. It doesn't sound like that's happening. I am stunned that the Cubs won a baseball Eight game. Eight to two over the Cardinals. I'm stunned they won. They were on TV tonight, and, too. And honestly, I don't think the Braves could beat the Dodgers anyway. Uh, I don't either. Steve in Seattle, shake it up, buddy. Shake it up, buddy. What's going on, man? Oh, well, listening to you talk to NHL just kind of, you know, frustrates me because uh, we got to wait another t- two seasons till well, we can. Uh, like, who cares? I mean, you got a team. Like, honestly, look at the bright side. Yeah. In three years, you'll have a team. Yeah. Uh, so I'm You waited this excited. long. You never had one. So now you got one coming. I, I think that's something to look forward to. It is. I know there's a lot of people uh, waiting in line for season tickets and stuff. Although they say most of them are from back east. People from Boston and Pittsburgh and whatnot who live out here now, right. and they're finally going to get their taste. Right. Um, you know, a lot of them say that they're only going to go to when their, uh, you know, Boston team comes here or whatever. But right. uh, still, I'm just pumped for the game tomorrow. At USC coming into town to face my dogs. I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, nice that uh, my dogs are ranked and uh, SE is ranked and stuff, even though I know you don't believe in that stuff. I just like it when uh, we got uh, some Pac-12 respect, finally. Yeah, I like Washington tomorrow. I think Fink's going to have problems at that place. That's not an easy place to play. And and I thought that guy played really well against Utah, and now everyone's buying in that he's this great quarterback. Let's calm down. Let's see how he does. If he beats Washington, then I'll believe that he's special. But, I mean, no one they never had plans to play this guy at all. They like they've lost their quarterbacks. They're down to Fink. They, they this is not Fink earned the gig. This is they have no choice but to go with Fink. By the way, I used to have a producer uh, named Fink. You remember that guy? I guess not. Steve does not. Remember Steve him. not replying to that question right there. Steve does not remember. Do you remember? Uh, you didn't know I Fink. Didn't know Fink, no. I, I had a guy, uh, my boy uh, Fink was on the show. And not only that, his uh, so Fink worked on the show, and he was great because he used to uh, just absolutely drive Shep nuts. Like, <laughs> Shep wanted to kill him. Well, then I got no problem with him then. But, like, he did it on purpose. Like, so he knew that he, so he knew he could get under Shep's skin. And, I mean, it was every night. They went to war every night. And it was great radio because these two hated each other's guts. I mean, it was like nothing you've ever seen. Now, Fink ended up, he works for some huge company. Like, he worked for Deloitte for a while. And now he's working for some other huge agency in New York City. He's doing really well for himself. But his brother, 
His brother worked at Del Frisco's, which was right underneath the building, and yeah. it was the great steakhouse. And uh, his brother used to just do us up like no one's <laughs> business. We would go down there and get hammered in that bar, and then he'd serve us beat like you know filet mignon tips, and just absolutely, and just there everything in there is delicious. Like the, the Del Frisco's is just an absolute heart attack on a plate. You just eat it and you want to die. It's so good. But uh, his brother used to do us up big time, and I remember him, Scotty. He was great. I love that guy. Mavia knows who I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, great job tonight by everybody back in New York. I have no clue how much time I have left here. Probably a minute. One, One minute. minute. There you go. Connor so, McDavid coming through. So we're going to go to the fight tomorrow night. Yes. You're, you're going out tonight. Where are you going? You're a valley girl. Carver has a valley girl. Open wide. For sure. To, for sure. Uh, valley girl. Where is He's it? a valley girl. Los Angeles. Beverly Grove. Beverly Grove. Uh, Says it's... Uh, you guys rolling over to Brentwood tonight maybe to see the old murder location? No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. West Hollywood, doing I guess. A, doing a drive-by for the double murder? Close to the Sunset Strip. They still, they still doing tours over there? You going down to Disneyland? No. That's as expensive as this place. No shot. I spent two grand in four hours at that hellhole. <laughs> Jesus. I, who needs kids when you go to Disneyland? I want to jump off a roof. Anyway, great job tonight from L.A. Carver High. Good job. I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, I love you, everybody. Thanks a lot from Los Angeles. See you Monday night for Monday Night Football. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.